What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off The Dome Radio. Now introducing video as well, so that is happening. So we're super excited about that. Uh, as always, Tim and I go through our weekend recap, have some fun conversation. Then we get right into our RLEs, our real-life experience experiences. There we go. And uh, so I have uh, a fun one. Opened one of my businesses, starting another, still working on some real estate things. So a lot of things going on, a lot of irons in the fire. And book talk, I bring up Gary V's Crush It. We're talking branding. Tim, what'd you bring to the table today, my man? Yeah, amazing episode. It was good to get back uh, back onto the mics and in front of Always. the camera. So be- <laughs> beautiful Tuesday uh, for an episode. Uh, give our weekend recap. And then in the real life experience section, I kind of talk about uh, something that I'm working on internally with myself when it comes to uh, social media and then educating myself about black history in the black community. Uh, so I, I kind of shed light on what I'm going to be doing from a personal standpoint, just on social media and um, how I'm going to invest in, into knowledge. So pretty, pretty good discussion there that you and I had about all of that. And then book talk in the show talking about uh, You Incorporated by Harry Beckwith. So I talk about how you can use the power of stories to transform people and um, how you can make yourself more influential, not only with your, your friends, but with your family, because um, everyone has amazing stories to tell. Uh, and speaking of amazing stories, we brought on uh, Ben Canary from Herculean Meal Prep um, a couple weeks ago on one of our episodes. He, he runs a business that does uh, like meal prep, and you can, you can go onto his website and order uh, 10 packs, 20 packs, 30 packs of meals. If you're, if you're on the go, don't have time to cook, these meals, they have all your macros into one, proteins, carbs, and fats, the perfect combination into one. If you guys want to get in on that, um, they're, at, they're offering a discount for our listeners on their website. So you can go to HerculeanMealPrep.com, put in the promo code off the dome. that's spelled out, one word, off the dome. Um, to, to get your, your 20% discount? 20%. Yeah, 20% mm-hmm. discount from there. So really good deal um, if you're looking for um, a very simple way to eat healthy and not spend a lot of time cooking. So, And they're uh, awesome. They taste so good. Yeah, they are. Uh, the pork mac and cheese, oh, that's my favorite one. Yeah, I, think. I couldn't do that, the dairy allergy, but man, that teriyaki chicken yeah. got me going. That one's good. Yep. But yeah, without further ado, I know you guys are going to get a lot of value from this episode. Episode 136. Life's like elevators, Tim's. Has its ups and downs. Nice. Ha! Dude, I'm gonna, I haven't heard that one before. I'm going to be such a good dad. Why is that? Because you're jokes. My, my dad jokes, yeah. So my kids are going to be embarrassed by me and hate me for all the right reasons and then love me to death for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be like that fun, cool dad where I'm like cool enough where you let the cheesiness go and my kids and their friends laugh at it. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Hey, and it's all about the confidence in the joke, too. The joke is nothing if you don't have some conviction. 100%. Got to own it. Yeah. And if it bombs, look, I've bombed before. I've been booed off stage like Eminem. Right. All the great ones have. Always bouncing back. I think. Big Sean taught me that. (laughs) We're on a first name basis. It's fine. Yeah. How how was your weekend? It was a great weekend. Yeah? What did you get into? On Friday, I played tennis with my mom and my nephew. Ooh, okay, nice. My nephew, that was the first time he's ever been on a tennis court before. Yeah, you've been on the tennis game with your mom especially mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I think uh, lately I've been focusing on 
basketball, golf, and tennis. I'm a three-sport athlete again. So, oh, here uh, we go. Hey, get this guy a new varsity letter for yeah. his Letterman's jacket. Just put the yeah, just put the letter jacket away for the year because it's going to get warm. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah, I did that. And I, I played golf uh, in Greenwood on Saturday with uh, Na and Jimmy and then Lance, who I actually went to high school with and played golf with in high school. So it's good to get those guys together. And, yeah, it was probably one of the hotter days I played golf this year. So it's good to get out there and burn some calories and – Burn some skin. <laughs> I did that on burning like, calories uh, and burning skin. That's my, what's golfing with Tim. Yeah, but I forgot to reapply and it kicked me in the butt. But um, yeah, and then on Saturday I tried something different. I actually went to bed early on Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to bed early on Saturday at like ten thirty, eleven, because a lot of like the last few weekends I've I've gone to bed like really late and I haven't been as productive on Sunday but mm-hmm. I ended up going to bed early on Saturday woke up early on Sunday and had one of the most productive Sundays I've had in a while so it's good to get get my my partying out on Friday night and Saturday yeah. in the day and then and then have a clear mind for for Sunday so and it's there's something about that productive Sunday feel like not the mm-hmm. lazy Sunday scary Sunday like when you own that Sunday it's like hmm mm-hmm. yeah I'm the shit yeah and when you start, I did this yeah and when you start earlier in the day you don't feel as I mean Sunday you should relax to a degree. Yeah, it's it, like yeah. you got to get ahead for the week, but it's also good to relax. When you start earlier, you don't feel as guilty about relaxing in the afternoon because you, you did all that stuff right. earlier. But, yeah, you can watch that movie at night and yeah. So I watched uh, Rookie of the Year with uh, okay. Henry Rollingarder, Henry Rosenbaga. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. It, it was amazing. It's funny to go back and watch. That's one where the kid's got a slingshot arm, right? Yeah, he yeah. injures his shoulder and. And he somehow there's like some glitch in his shoulder that makes it, it like rotate really quickly. Yeah. And then like towards the end of the, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but towards the end he loses it in the middle of one of the biggest games of the year, and of course he got to overcome that. And just so many. I do remember how that plays out though. Yeah. But yeah, go see it. Worth the watch. Yeah. Then there's uh, the rookie with Dennis Quaid. Oh, of course. Yeah, that was that was another classic. Yeah, of course. I always love the the scene where he stops his truck on the side of the road, and there's the like speed limit uh, machine on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and he's throwing baseballs, and it's telling him the speed. It's like, yeah, because that would catch a baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen someone do that before. Those always—they never tell me how fast I'm going. They always say the same thing, and it's slow down. It's like, <laughs> tell me how fast I'm going, and I'll know what to do. <laughs> That's not a number. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what I'm doing. Let's see how right you are, Ken. <laughs> yeah, I went to uh, went and saw my folks this past weekend. Okay. Um, yeah, since I celebrated my birthday here in Indy, you know, my mom, she always appreciates seeing me, so went up. She she made me a birthday cake, yellow cake, chocolate frosting. Oh, oh. Carol does it again. Double layer cake. Always, as far as I can ever remember, it's ne- never been anything but a double layer cake. Just beautiful yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, single layer doesn't get it. It's not enough. Then we had ribs. Oh, dude. Wish her my birthday all the time. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Saw some friends I haven't seen for a while. They gave me a bottle of booze. There you go. For my birthday. What'd yeah. you get? Bullet. Nice. Yeah, quality beverage. Nice. Where is it today? Why didn't you bring it over here? Come on now. It's middle of the day, man. I'm, I'm still trying to get some work done. Got to get a workout did in. Did you break it in this weekend? Oh, you yeah. Nice. Yeah, we opened it. I love... So it's one of those with a cork. And the sound when you pull the cork out, like that... That pop from the cork is just so satisfying. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm about to drink something classy. Yeah, and you smell it. And it's like, oh, yeah. They should make yeah, a candle just, uh, for this. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was fun. Didn't want to come back. It was so nice up there. Um, but yeah, had 
you know, got to get a jump on the week. Mm-hmm. Got to be here to work. Yeah. So, but yeah, good relaxing weekend, seeing the parents, getting away for a little while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, was real solid. Yeah. I'm hoping it stays nice like this. Uh, I, I hope we're in that stretch of it's summertime now. Yeah. Like, it's certainly starting to feel like it. Yeah. No more cold. Like let's not go below 75 for the next few months. Right. And, and we'll call it even. Yeah. I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, and the pools are o- are starting to open now. The one at my complex is actually open. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's the first one I've heard of that has a pool open. Yeah, because I think this one, there's not like a single property management company that oversees my complex. It's kind of like a combination of different ones, and mm-hmm. I think there's like an HOA. So uh, I feel like they might be a little more lax because no one bears the responsibility if some, something happens. It's kind of got like it. it's pooled together. I'd go to no the pool. No pun intended. I'd yeah. go to the pool. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'll, I'll be hitting that up this weekend for nice. sure. There you Probably go. Thursday too. There you I think go. that's the next sunny day here. Take but. a book, read a little bit. Yeah. Take a libate, drink a little bit. Even out my tan because, oh my gosh. Take I got a shirt the, off, tan a little I bit. The, I got the golfer tan going. Got nice farmers. I got a, I got a nice farmers Yours going is not too. as bad. Yours is nowhere not as, near as bad as mine. Not as bad. Yours is more gradient. It it doesn't, it's not like half an hour. Got half. a nice fade in. Yeah. Going in. Yeah. 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 So. I went on uh, my first run this oh. past weekend. Sounds awful. It was. <laughs> Dude, it fucking hurt. It really hurt. How hot was it when you went? What time it was it? It wasn't the heat. Okay. No, it wasn't I couldn't have run. It was in Sunday that heat. morning. It was I don't know, maybe sixties, sixty five. Um no a little sixty five to seventy is the range I'm going with. Okay. And but it was warm. And so I haven't like gone for a run run like as a workout in over a year. Like mm-hmm. the last time I actually ran was it was raining i was in chicago for a seminar for work and it was raining so we ran through the rain Mm -hmm. i think that's the last time i like did a good physical run so oh my achilles are hurting my calves are hurting my quads are on fire i'm super gassed i'm like i suck like i need to get my cardio way back up since i'm in the crossfit gym now we'll get to that but you know there's a lot of conditioning that goes on with Mm -hmm. that that sport so i'm like i'm about to get my ass kicked for the first like month Mm -hmm. i mean i'll 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 get into it but so i was like oh yeah i'll start on a run i think i did like three miles or so whoo man tough forgot how hard it was and how easy i thought it was when i was doing it every day like in high school i would Mm -hmm. go from cross country into basketball season so i was well conditioned and it was just like you know eight mile runs were that was a, a casual distance run mm-hmm. like that hurt and you tried to go faster every time but it was just yeah how did you recover did you do some stretching afterward yeah i stretched yeah. hydrated uh i tried to stay standing moving around just like walking a little bit here and there do you have a foam roller yes okay yeah did you use that uh i did not take that up with me but i do like foam rolling i like using a lacrosse ball i use that mm-hmm. too and i always like to do that so say it's right after a workout, um, I would do your foam rolling or lacrosse ball rolling, whatever you want to use, trigger point ball, and then stretch. Mm-hmm. Since your workout is damaging to muscle tissue, so is foam rolling and using a ball of any kind that's also damaging to muscle tissue. So then uh, you want to stretch after those activities. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like a recovery day, maybe just going to walking like, oh, I'm not working out per se, then just do the same order. Mm-hmm. Do your rolling, all that stuff, and then stretch. Okay. Yeah. For my foam rolling people out there, and I'll ask you this too, 
what do you think is the one body part or one body area that people neglect the most when foam rolling? What do you think mm. it is? And it's actually a very beneficial area you should be hitting that no one's hitting. I, well, from, interesting question. I think probably one that is not hit enough that, and I, sh- I don't want to make a blanket statement here, but I, I've seen a lot of it, restriction with posterior capsule, mm-hmm. kind of like right below rear delts. You know, if you take your armpit and just trace it to like the midpoint between your back and your armpit um, and your lats too. Your lats. Good guesses there, and probably those aren't hit enough. But your abs. Yeah, you got to work your abs. Your abs. That I wasn't the, doing that for the first like six months of having a foam roll, and I read an article. It seemed like a legit article where people aren't hitting that enough, and that actually does like strengthen your core a lot more by hitting those abs with the foam roller. Yeah, and for those, I would even recommend a ball of some sort, like a mm-hmm. big, big round trigger point ball, because it's easier to. to yeah, because it you, is very awkward to do with like a. Like a roll, like a tube roller. Yeah, you can, you can get in there a little deeper with a ball, mm-hmm. and yeah, so like your rectus abdominis group, like all that. So even if you're a sitter, if you sit a lot for work, you're doing a lot of desk work, you know that is getting short and tight, and that's pulling you down forward. We fight this forward head and shoulders, you know, this upper cross mm-hmm. syndrome, you know, because we're on the computer, we're riding, we're leaning over, we're studying, whatever we're doing, but we're also sitting a lot. Maybe you have a stand desk too, and maybe you break it up, but we can still shorten those muscles, our ab muscles, and so we still need to work those, and those can help straighten up our posture even too. Mm-hmm. So those a lot of times get overlooked in what is causing someone's poor posture, which be, could be causing neck pain, upper back and trap pain, you know, this this forward shoulder. Then we shorten our pecs too, and then your pecs are super tight, and then all of a sudden you're, you become this ball almost. Mm-hmm. And so if we help open up those abs, yeah, that's – you probably read a pretty decent article, yeah, because people don't usually talk about that aspect. Yeah, of, I never even thought about it. Of like opening up that uh, muscle group because right. it's very important to, to make sure you work yeah. for sure. Yeah, so. I mean, you want to work it out and strengthen it, but you want to make sure that's not also going to aid in more of the thing that's hurting you. Right. Because if you work it out too much and then you sit all the time, you're just contracting and shortening – and you're not doing anything else with yeah. it. Yeah. People really underestimate how like the strength of your abs helps you when you like stand up and sit down. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it's huge. Your whole diaphragm and trunk stability is is so crucial for any and all movement. Yeah. Of everyday life, working out or otherwise. Yeah. Next time you next time you're sitting on a couch, listeners, just stick your arms straight out in front of you and try to sit up and you'll feel that ab burn. <laughs> yeah, so I would I had older patients that uh, one was so grateful cuz she's like, you know, I, I I inhale into my trunk, my abdominals. You know, I expand as I breathe in. I, I brace my core. I use that, and now I can stand up pain-free getting mm-hmm. out of bed. And it's just using proper breathing and trunk stability to do that. It's not belly button to spine. It's quite the opposite, actually. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, that's, I did a lot of that type of work. Yeah. So, yeah, hitting the apps. Got to hit the apps. Of course. And we have a GoPro now. Yes, we do. We are adding video to Off the Dome radio what's up i i would always joke i had a pretty face for radio now it's actually going to be publicized so we'll see yeah and you guys can actually see my voice cracks happen in person and i just hear them so it's great and i always make fun of every single one yeah i don't miss a beat there you go (laughs) puberty's tough (laughs) i'm nervous come on (laughs) that's amazing 
All right, dude, let's get into some RLEs. Yeah, so... What, what's going on in the life of Tim? Am I starting out? Okay, yeah. Um, That's what I said. Social media. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little about social media, what, I've been, what I'm going to start doing. Um, first off, I was telling you and Marquise this on Friday morning, but I'm very... Like, with everything going on with the protests, uh, with the social injustice, um, awareness being come up, <clears throat> I'm actually really encouraged about our generation. Just when we talk about our generation... Um, cause obviously with social media, there's so many great things that have hap- happened because of social media for us uh, as a generation. But, uh, but for this, I feel like I, Steve Kerr was talking about, he's an NBA coach, but it's, it's, it's so true. Our generation is going to be most informed about everything going on. Yes. Um, more than any generation, like our parents, when, when they were our age, there were, there were no videos coming out. There was no like information about how you can educate yourself about black history or there was no. There was no like highlight on it. No one knew about it. But I feel like with us, we're we're so much more equipped because we have the information, we mm-hmm. have the, the resources, we have the tools to make change. It's a question of whether we'll go ahead and implement that change. Mm-hmm. But we're we're more informed and we're more equipped than in the other generation. And I think we're more. I don't want to say woke, but I feel like we're <laughs> we're just we're more like aware of everything going on. Um, but like I hope that we can we can unify and move forward as a generation to, to make change. Cause I know, and that part leads into what I'm saying, but there's like, there's a lot of information being shared on social media. Everyone is, 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 is posting about it, which is great. And I've, I've looked into a lot of the resources that have been shared, but for me personally, one thing I'm going to really work on here going for the next couple of weeks is doing less, less posting, less posting about it. Cause I think you should use your platform to, to talk about it mm-hmm. and talk about it with other people. And that's what we're doing with our podcast. But with our with my personal one, I'm gonna do less posting about the protests, less posting about the resources, and I'm gonna actually go ahead and like continue to do more things and actually go in and read and go in and educate myself. And when I say educate myself, I that's not just watching documentaries, which I'm going to do going to do the thirteenth and LA ninety two. I'm gonna start with those two documentaries. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna watch those. I'm gonna educate myself not only on books, documentaries, and movies, but more conversations with members of the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you, you and I have, have had conversations with Marquise and more to come with that on our podcast, but I really want to be more thoughtful about my relationships with with black people and really speaking firsthand and really not just having those service level conversations, but really breaching topics that really get, get deep into things and really t- bring out stories and, and initiate not necessarily, I mean, not only uncomfortable conversations, but conversations that are going to, unify us as a group and move us forward mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm gonna do whatever i can as an individual to educate myself and have more conversations about it and kind of kind of do less posting about it that's kind of yeah. the challenge that I've, I've laid down for myself and um it's gonna take some stepping outside of my comfort zone i want to for sure like i, I definitely want to breach these conversations and reach out to people but i think it's it's something that say every individual just did that how much better would the world be so i i just i, I want to try to do that and that's kind of my plan with that yeah and and that's, you know, I, you had to get on a work call. I stayed and uh, talked with Marquise a little longer on Friday. And, you know, he recommended two books for, for each of us to get into. One is called White Savior and one's called White Fragility. And so I, I think I'm going to start with starting one of those books. And he said, you know, after you read that, you'll just, you'll realize so much more going on. And, you know, it's a shame that, we have to deal with what we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And the reality is also it will take a few more generations over 
until it's even closer to being completely gone. Mm-hmm. So it will take us teaching our kids, then their kids teaching their kids. It's going to take more because there's kids our age that are racist. Mm-hmm. And they're going to teach that. They're going to follow along. So until generations go further enough where you know, the, the message of, hey, we're all equal and should be treated as such is spread through everyone, it's going to still take some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I like how hyper-focused we are on it now. Because I don't think we've ever been this focused on this topic as we are right now, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. And and unfortunately, and you know, I, I think it's a disservice to not talk about all like more members of Black community dying. There's like, uh, what was the number I read? There were 88 Black on Black deaths in Chicago this past weekend. Wow. And it's like you know we need to make sure that we're we're figuring out why that's going on too. You know we. You just don't want anyone dying. Like, what? Mm-hmm. why are that many people dying, dude? It, yeah. It's, you know, it, it's, I don't want to, like, I don't know the situations, but that's a lot that seems unnecessary. Like, I don't think we need to lose that many people. There's a lot of beautiful people here. So, you know, making sure we figure out all, all the issues in, in our mm-hmm. society, which is going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Biden had a racist comment, too. So it's like, man, we got a couple of racists on the ballot this Mm-hmm. this year and nobody's so, perfect it's, right. it's just all about taking taking a look at yourself and but man yeah you know neither neither one is pretty can we can we go down the bench on both teams here this year yeah like, it's gonna be an interesting couple of months hanging like, the man election. dude it's yeah it's and it's super super touchy here it's gonna be interesting yep. interesting yeah you're right until till that day comes interesting to see what goes on mm-hmm. but uh Hopefully the violent stuff, you know, those people just taking advantage of, of the situation, which is wrong. Hopefully that cools off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the protests are raising a lot of awareness, which is good. Yeah. So, you know, and we got friends doing that, rock on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to start with, with reading more. And then, yeah, as Tim mentioned, we're in the talks with some, some good friends of ours and going to get a pretty interesting discussion for the podcast and have a really fun uh kind of group panel kind of round table talk and just go through every different perspective and point of view and level of understanding and figuring out why certain people think or feel certain ways so i think that'll be pretty beneficial and that's you know when i was talking to marquise i was like you know i want to help i want to make sure that i do it in a way where it's it's got my touch to it Mm -hmm. and when he was recommending books he's like after you read that you'll understand how you can put your own spin on your version of helping. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's what's up. Because yeah. I, I don't just want to you know, just hide behind posts. I think posts are very good, but I want to make sure that I do something with, with a lot of productivity, that mm-hmm. it really is beneficial. And I think having, you know, that's going to be a hard conversation, mm-hmm. but having that where people can now see it and listen to it and realize, you know, we're just going through every scenario and figuring out what's what. And and then it's, you know, okay, what do we fix here? Marquise and I went into the Breonna Taylor scenario. We went through an article and read what was reported, statements from... So sad, such a sad co- ...cops and... and uh, dang, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. But, you know, we, we went through things. It was like... Hank and re- you talk about the Louisville, the Louisville people, Louisville cops. Yeah, Brianna Taylor. She was uh, in bed with her with her boyfriend. I forgot his yeah. name. The four. Oh, you're talking about the boyfriend's name. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we went through all that and we learned some things that we didn't know prior. Mm-hmm. And then we we're breaking down. Okay, 
Did they announce themselves here after they got in? You know, did they do every single thing to de-escalate to the nth degree? Mm -hmm. And then we we're like, it doesn't appear that way. From what we know all the facts to be, you know, there's still the question mark of really who, who shot first from everything I've been reading. It's a lot on both sides. But still, regardless, we were saying how, like, he was just acting in self-defense. He didn't know who was in his house late at night. Yeah. You know, I would do the same thing. Yeah. And he had a permit. Like, it, there is nothing wrong with that. And they found nothing. So, you know, there's a lot of issues with that. And, you know, it might make someone mad saying this, but I don't think abolishing police departments is the answer. Mm -hmm. They need more resources and training now, I think. Like, they need help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's not even like, I, I just think it's a matter, it's the way you're wording it too. Like, it's not that you're like, defunding police but you're like reallocating resources to black businesses and black mm -hmm. organizations i mean obviously w you have to rob peter to pay paul sometimes. Sure. so like you sure. have to, i mean it's just all about how you're looking at it but yes we do need a huge reinvestment yes. into, into the black businesses in our community yeah and, um organizations and just the people too like not just not just yeah. investing money but like investing time in in into people and learning about them and yeah. yeah, just the overall lesson from just to wrap, put a ball on what I was saying, like Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You have to have private victory before you can have public victory. Mm. And that's, and private victory involves educating yourself, clearing your lens of what the world looks like to you, and then going out and having those conversations with people. So yeah. it's okay to, to stop posting on social media and just take time to reflect and, mm. and, and learn. So, yeah, I just want people to be safe too, man. I don't want people dying and shit. Right. Like, I want everyone to be treated the same. Mm -hmm. Just everybody love everybody. Yeah. ELE, Will Ferrell. Some of, hey, everyone love everyone. <laughs> if only it were that easy. I know, mm -hmm. dude. I wish it were. I wish it mm -hmm. were. So, yeah, I'm excited for what we're going to do with the podcast and how we're going to put our spin on, on a way to help. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. We're going to try to get that uh, episode done early next week for release hopefully next thursday would be the ideal goal we're going to do that as soon as possible um like i said we're talking to a handful of, of good people of ours and and we'll get that get that rolling so I, i'm pretty pumped to to have an otd spin on it yes sir and just help how how we know and think we can help so mm -hmm. yeah right on right on good words timothy good words i uh i signed my lease at the crossfit gym Hey. For my business, yes. So Huge Opti day. Optimal Fitness RX is now at TWR CrossFits, right off of Benford, about 71st-ish or so. Okay. Yep. That's so the hot spot. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's movement, uh, some rehabilitative exercises, and you know, I do a lot of stuff with that, with breathing, but a lot of nutrition coaching too. So that's where it's happening. And it's nice to have a place to go, like an office. I was talking to my dad about this. Sometimes it's just really hard to work at home. Yeah. So it's really tough of course. for me. So like I need somewhere to go. It's like me going to the gym is easier than working out at my house or mm -hmm. going to our friend's garage gym who we've been using until the gyms were open again was easier than working out at my house. Like it's, I need somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. And so I can do my real estate uh, stuff at, at the gym too. I can you know, be seen. My face will be there. I can do my studying for my certifications, trying to get my ACE one done this this month. So, yeah, man, it's it's happened. Let's go. It's going on. So you got any uh, 
any special items that you're thinking of putting in your office? Like anything you're looking forward to move, moving in there, like pictures or, or anything? I think I'm just going to frame all my certifications that I've done. Okay. And then when I get my trainers one again, I'll hang that. So it's going to be a pretty boring office then. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Fuck yourself. <laughs> I would love well, I to gotta spice it up a little bit. I would bit. love to get a few things of equipment too. I, I would, you know, I want some type of poster. I haven't figured out mm-hmm. what though. Like Make I, a little diffuser in there or something. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent going to diffuse yeah, you know. that. Oh, business. Oh, hey, that's how I'm going to get you for your birthday. I'm going to get you a business card holder. Do you have one of those? I do not. Let me get that for you. Oh, that'll be my gift. Look at this guy. That'll be my gift to you. That'll be a belated birthday gift. I appreciate you. Man. Yeah. Well, office warming gift. And that I love it because that's such a fitting gift to have from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, like, in the best way possible. Yeah. Like, that's very, it's applicable, it's useful, it's professional. It's like, yeah, you need one of these. It's simple but significant. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's that, hey, here, take this. Yeah. You need this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good gift. Yeah. Good gift. Yeah, so did that. Invested in Robinhood hey. with Tim's code. I've been working on you for a while. I finally got to use the link. <laughs> been working. That was a long sales con. Yes. So did you get a free stock? I did. Yeah? It was. Uh, I got a piece of shit, like $5 stock. Yeah, it was, it was a $6, $5 one for me. Sirius is the, the stock I got. Mm. I Robin Hood, Robin Hood will be like, hey, you can invite a friend to Robinhood and get stocks like Apple or Tesla. But like the odds It's like going to the casino and yeah, gambling. Yeah. No, the house is gonna bend you over. Yeah, first. you think Robin is gonna fork over an eight hundred dollar stock for me for free? No. Maybe your hundredth person you yeah. get signed up with your link, you might get like maybe. Microsoft. Yeah, maybe. Or but something. How how is it so far with Robinhood? You enjoying it so Dude, it's super how, simple. How's the interface? I, I like how easy it is. Yeah. So easy. And I just bought today before we started, in five minutes, I bought shares of Delta Airlines. And United States oil fund. So it's building up that diversity. In the portfolio. Yeah, percent. Like yeah. So I have that Penn gambling via via Tim's recommendation. Mm-hmm. Penn National Gaming. Look into it. Barstool uh, is releasing their app this year. Their mobile application. What month? Uh, I got look. I got look that up. Was that September or later than September? For some reason, I keep thinking September. September October. Okay. We'll we'll verify that, but. Penn One. National Gaming is going to go up big when that app releases because there's that partnership between the two companies, yeah. Barstool and, and Penn. So. Beautiful. Yeah, and Barstool's just – that's a train that's just hammering, dude. Mm-hmm. What, what, a, what a machine yeah. that company is. I mean, they, they found a demographic of the younger, like, in their 20s, early 30s sports fans, and they just yeah. went at them, and yeah. it's blown up. And it's – like, I don't see it going away. No, it won't. Because sports are always going to be there. They're, that's majority of what they do. They talk to athletes. They write about sports. Like, it's, bi- like, it's not biased reporting either. It's, yeah. like, it's got that humorous twist on it, but at least they, they, like, they tell both sides of every story. Like, they don't, they're not going to back down from making fun of this person. 100%. Because it sacrifices their brand and their listener base. Yeah. They're going to go for it every time, and that's, that's why they're so successful. Yeah. So. And they own it when they mess up too, which yeah. is – even funnier. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, really uh, trying to have my money work a little bit. Mm-hmm. Some longer games than others. That's fine. I just wanted to invest and have my money start working. Yeah. And not just be sitting still. Right. And how, how hard was it 
to invest into the stock market? Because a lot of people don't get into investing because it's really hard to invest in the stock oh, market and get into it. Like I said, I was buying shares. It took me five minutes to get yeah. what I want. I was in and out, and we were ready to record. Mm-hmm. And like people, super simple. You all you need, like you don't even need a bunch of money to start. You can put five bucks in the stock market, and it's one of those things. It's not how much you invest, but how consistently you're putting some sum of money into your account every month or every week, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Like if it means just putting $5 a week into it. Yeah. Imagine you do that for the rest of your life. Right. It's crazy. Right. It's fun too. It's just fun. It is. And it's fun to check in on things. It's yeah. fun to see how it's, it's, so I don't do fantasy football, but people tell me it's kind of the same feel where fantasy football makes them more interested in watching football. Yeah. It's so, very true. Which like I, I, you're I more get like, it with the stocks now. Yeah. You, like now I'm more interested in following trends and what's going on. Exactly. And it feels good to know that like if you invest in a company that ended up doing well and no one was talking about, you feel just accomplished. Yeah. Like I better get my first yacht off this pen gaming, Tim. If not, I blame you. <laughs> okay. Put it in writing. I'll take the blame. If it goes south, you make me the Italian beef it was, sandwiches. It was your referral link. It's your fault. <laughs> Whose code did I use? Check it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Want to get into some book talk? Get down yes, to nerdy sir. with it? Yes, sir. Me? <gasps> me? You? Okay. You, we're going to... Me, you? We're going to talk about the book. All right, so I'm going to talk... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're on video. All this is happening, too. So awkward. Awkward. All right. You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You Incorporated. All right, I... Sorry. <laughs> you Incorporated by Harry Beckwith. Uh, it's a book about personal brand. Uh, how you can develop yourself to be more valuable at work, in the family. Because like, we're all our own company at the end of the day. You're your own CEO of your life. You are control over your time and, and your life. And that's kind of the message of the book. Um, and one thing that, that stuck out to me uh, about storytelling, it said, your best stories are not always about you, but it's about them. So let me let me just reiterate that. So I feel like when whenever you're talking with a friend and they're going through like a tough life experience um people learn through like stories people are moved by stories people Mm -hmm. aren't moved by facts and data all the time but specific examples about things so where i'm going with this is if you tell us if you're talking to a friend you tell a story about yourself it should always somehow relate to them in some way and relate to 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 their life because if they're if they're going for like a big job or they're they're facing some issue in life Telling a story about yourself and relating it to them is going to help them push through that. Mm-hmm. But taking it a step further, your best stories aren't about you, it's about them. A good friend knows how to pick out specific stories about their friend that they're talking to and bring them up in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like if your friend is giving like a huge speech about, about something, think back to a time where they had to get up in front of a bunch of people, whether it was for a sporting event or whenever they had to perform. Think of a time when your friend had to perform in front of a crowd and they performed well and if you can use a story about them doing that and relate to the present moment that shows how good of a friend you are and i feel like those are the best stories the ones that are about the other person so i feel like this this goes to the fact like take all your friends that you have in your life and and really really think hard about your relationship with them and what you truly know about them because like i feel like your ability to influence people is as good as your story bank that you have in, in your head. You should be able to, no matter what the situation is, if you're trying to like 
pep someone up or, or relate to them or, or be there for them at a tough time, if you have a bank of stories about yourself, you have a bank of stories about them that can relate to their situation, your, your value as a friend just exponentially increases when you can use that. Cause like, it's really easy to say to someone, Oh, things are going to be all right. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, fuck those people. You can say like, you should never give advice to someone that is good for like everybody. Like you should give like very specific personal advice. Right. That's what ties back to the original point is your best stories are not about you. It's about them. So if you're going to tell a story to someone to influence someone, if it's about you somehow tie back to them, but always try to figure out a story, a past story about them to help Mm -hmm. influence them in this personal moment. Cause they had to get to this point somehow. So, and it's, you're paying attention to your friend's successes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know all the good stories too. Yeah, you see their failures, but you remember when they won. Mm-hmm. And that's big too, because not everyone wants to see every one of their quote unquote friends win, right? Mm-hmm. So when you can bring that up and, you know, some people, they don't need the, oh, it's going to be okay, you know, blah, 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 it all happened to, you know, they need that pick me up, they need the juice. Like, don't tell them it's going to be okay. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But give them the, the, the power to, hey, figure it, if, figure it out if it's going to work or not. Yeah. But you got to go try again. So give them, you know, that little oomph. Right. So I, I like that, having their stories ready to go, too. Yeah. Of like that, hey, remember when you were scared to do this for that first time ever? Right. And you blew it out of the water? Why can't you do the same with yeah. this first time doing xyz yeah and here's what i'd say to you for real estate like say to me a big part of real estate is the way you interact with people the way you ask questions the way you negotiate how many people have you spoken to on this podcast in the last year and a half and like how many amazing conversations have you had with people because you take interest in them and because you ask good questions how many times did that happen the last year and a half oh what what episode are we on 136 baby 136 times yeah. So, and how how comfortable did you feel in every single one of those interviews? Okay. Not comfortable in all of them. But like, mo- like, but over time, you got better at talk- right. talking with business owners, right, yeah. and asking good questions, and like, and like connecting with someone. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing that every day in real estate. That's why mm-hmm. you're going to be successful. And and what I like in in our training too is the reminder that everyone's human. Mm-hmm. Everyone's human. Yeah. And everyone has likes and dislikes, and you know, everyone is someone's. Brother, sister, son, daughter, you know, niece, nephew, cousin, aunt, uncle, whatever. And so it's like, we're all human. Mm-hmm. And, and so treat them as such. Yeah. And not just real estate, with whatever. Everyone's yeah. a human. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And we get good at dehumanizing people. In times like now, too, we, we dehumanize. It's like, everyone is so deeply flawed, so we're all humans. Yeah. When have any of us ever gotten it all right? Right, exactly. So... Yeah, man. I uh, God, you always bring good books to the table, man. Yeah, that, know, that's man. a good one. Having their stories, stories ready to go. Yeah, I like that. Um, I wanted to bring up Gary V's uh, "Crush It." Talk about branding, because that's that's what I'm in now. So with the real estate business, with the the training and coaching business, with this, you know, we're we're branding. This is our our brand. So everything we do reflects that. And I saw this one post he had about you know put out the the content and post about the stuff that you want people to know you for so what do you want people to know you for like what you post is what they'll know are you a musician 
Do you like to play the guitar or the drums or whatever or the piano? Do you sing? Do you do you draw or paint? Do you like jujitsu? You know what what all do you do? And that's that's how people start to know you and your brand. Mm-hmm. Then they start to like that. It's like oh yeah, that person is that's cool. They're yeah. just promoting themselves and what they do, and it's nothing that is so extraordinary that no one can do it. Right. But it's. You know, his, his whole thing, of course, if you know Gary Vee's, is, is just content, content, content. And now it's making sure that it's the right content, too, of, of what I want. Like, yeah, I'll put some personal things up there, but then it's like a recipe or a movement. or And now it's, I'm going to have something for real estate. Now the, the coaching business. So I'll have, I'll have to have a lot more content ready to go to get momentum and traction. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it was a good book. Quick read, easy read. But it just kind of gives you some good hit in the face things to do to get recognized. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're always branding. Every one of us are branding no matter what we're doing. So it was, yeah, it, it stuck out to me and I was like, oh, that's that's it. So, yeah, Gary V's Crush It. If you haven't read it, get after it. And I'm, and as well, just some other content that I from Gary V that I think you would benefit from right now mm-hmm. and other business owners that are like getting their business is his 4D section sessions where mm. he brings business owners for a round table and like yeah. talks with answers or questions. I think those are his most valuable videos. I should check opinion. those out. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check those, those out. Are raw. Those are raw. Like those are completely raw. Like that, that, that's like as if you're sitting in like on a live meeting at VaynerMedia. Those it's, are on his, so, on his YouTube. Yeah. Perfect. Such good content. Perfect. Yeah. I'll get into those. Yeah. Anything else for this one, Tim? No, I'm just super excited. That this was our first video. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so yeah, we're, we're trying to add more to the podcast, add more to the show, but Hey guys, please head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review, then DM us on Instagram. Let us know your name and that you left a review. Give us your address. We will send you a free laptop sticker on us. We want to know what you want to hear about, who you want to hear about, and, uh, we'll do what we can to, uh, you know, listen to that feedback and and implement that. So we want to make it fun for you guys as well. As always. Thanks for listening. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your week.